Welcome to the Bookkeeper's Voice, an informative and entertaining podcast for bookkeepers who love small business. Each week, Amy Hook explores new ideas and shares real-life stories along with inspiring guests from both inside and outside the bookkeeping industry. Every episode will leave you with a fresh perspective along with industry-specific tips and insights to help your business and your clients' businesses thrive. Good morning, everyone. Hope you're having a wonderful start to your day today. Once again, I am Angie from the Savvy Team, and thank you for joining us for another episode of The Bookkeeper's Voice. Today, I want to do a big shout out before we actually start to Sharon Cassegrand, who is the owner of Passion Business Advisors and a Savvy member who loves the podcast. And she said this to me the other day, how she feels like she's always with a friend listening to the episodes. Thank you so much. And, you know, Sharon's not the only one who has said this before. This is exactly what we want the podcast to be. We love your support with it. We love getting your feedback and continually improving as we go. This is something that's still relatively new to the company, but we've always wanted to make it like you're just sitting down with a friend and having a chat so thank you Sharon for saying that you said that the other day to me and it made my day so yes now today I am joined once again by Sharon Smith the senior bookkeeper and financial advisor of off the hook bookkeeping and we are going to just um, be, be discussing one of Sharon's favorite topics, the importance of organizing your personal budgets and professional budgets. Thank you so much for joining me again, Sharon. Not a problem. Glad to be here with you. I'm just thrilled you're here again. I am really excited to do this episode, just like I was last week. Um, you know, as bookkeepers, we often are telling our clients how important budgets are, but I find it not hilarious, but ironic, I think is the better word, on how we rarely do our own budgets. Oh, and it's not just bookkeepers, it's so many people that don't look at their own, own personal situations yeah. um, and to be able to budget their own money to to do what they want so but yeah. you're right it's, it's, it's very ironic as a bookkeeper telling your client you should budget this and not having one set up your own personal finances as well mm. uh, it's crazy and you know setting personal budgets like let's just even take away the concept of doing it for your business for a minute but yep. setting personal budgets allow you to be able to create a spending plan not a budget let's not say budget but a yep. spending plan to ensure that there's always enough money for you to do access. what you want yeah you can pay your bills I, you can have fun i kind of call it more of a savings plan not a spending plan yeah um that's how i've done it with my children and you know to make it you know show how it actually works so well with my son mm. he's now 27 but when he moved away to uni he moved three hours away but i had set these savings plans up 
is what I called them with my children from the first time they earned money. So they were 15, their first job, and it was like, right, this is what's happening. And because of that, he had $6,000 saved in his account to move away from home with. Did he? So, That's incredible. So this is, this is why, you know, you need these savings plans. No matter how old you are in life, mm. whether you're that 15-year-old or whether you're in your 40s or 50s, budget your money and have that savings plan. I mean, I'm approaching 50 this year and, like, I'm already, I've been thinking so far ahead for my retirement. Yeah, that's I'm cool. already thinking about my retirement. You know, I'm it's always, 20 years ahead, yeah. but, you know, let's have that savings plan in progress to, you know, clear debt out to do this or do that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've just recently gone through with my youngest child who's 21 in April. She's about to start her first home and we've gone through that savings plan and then the spendings plan, as you call it, yeah. How's she going to live with a mortgage rather than living at home with mum and dad? They must love having you there to help um, them. Like, I'm sure. Okay. Well, okay. There'll be a love and hate relationship. Yeah. There. Love, and, love and hate. Yeah. You but know, but it's how many of their friends are in that financial situation that they are? Well, I, actually, my middle child who's 25, she's actually through the budgets and, and everything I've set up with her has set her boyfriends and her friends up with the same thing so they can plan their, their futures. Oh, yeah, you I need love to it. do it. Because, oh. you know, and to me the importance is that, you know, how many times do people say, oh, I've got rego this week and I've got this this week and it's like I've got no money. Then, you know, you know when your rego for your car's due. Exactly. You know when your insurance is due. Christmas is coming. Oh my God. How it's never a surprise. It's on the it's, same day. That's right. It shouldn't be a surprise. The people shouldn't have to be going yes. about it. And this is why we develop our cat yeah, and our, our own personal budgets, which I adopt. As, it's very, my, what I have for my home is what I do for business. It's yeah. all the same. I just treat my, my wages that come in from my husband and I as our business income. And then what has to be done from that? Yeah, and I love so we it. Budget our money. Yeah, I love we it. Never and have you, to worry about bills. And that's the thing too. By setting, I'm I'm going to keep using your terms here. Um, I hope that's okay. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. By setting realistic saving and spending goals within yes. your business, you can access the management and growth of your business in relation to your overall objectives of having the business so that means you know by knowing where you're at with money and having your spending and saving session you know what kind of Im implementations you can do for your sales and marketing planning for your cash yes. flow projections for your hiring opportunities that's correct um I look at it in a way like looking at personal versus business yeah um, I always set people up in personal ways with a bills account so all those bills that you know you pay, your rego, your insurance, the telephone, the electricity, gas, you know, Oz, Foxtel, Netflix, yes, it all comes out. All the subscriptions. You know, all those subscription things that come out every month. You set that up into a separate account so you never have to worry and you yeah. make sure there's enough money going in there. In the same token, that's what we need to be doing in business, mm. a GST savings account. So every week you know how much your sales are put that money away for GST. You know how much your wages are for the week. 
mm. get the tax and the super that you've paid on your wages and put it in that account. So when it comes time to paying your BAS, you paying your superannuation, you should never have to worry about it because you've been budgeting for that every week or every fortnight, um, however often you do that transfer into that separate bank account. So it shouldn't ever have to be that issue that you need to worry about. I know, and it sounds so easy. And I know it's something that we always say to our clients, but to be honest, of all the people that I talk to, I don't, I think like 80% of our clients don't do it. No, they don't. You know, no. and it's, it's crazy. Like I know as bookkeepers, we know that's what we're supposed to do, but we just don't do it. So yeah. and, what I was and kind of thinking, that. yeah, what I was thinking is you do it, but why do you think so many of us don't? Spending habits. And I'm going to mm. use your term, spending. Yeah. Um, a lot of people just, you know, to take that old-fashioned term, it's like I have a beer budget, but I have a champagne lifestyle. Oh, yes. So, and, and that's what it all comes down to. I'm so used to getting this much money in my bank account every week that I just spend it. And then when this mm. bill comes up, you forget all about it. So it comes which is why I've taught my children from as soon as they got their very first job, you know, mm. this is what we need to do to set you up for your life. Yeah. And I'm proud to say that I have three children. My youngest is 20, nearly 21, and they all own their own homes. And yeah. why is that? Because we've set us, we've, we've done it from initially and businesses need to be able to do this too. And it's to change those spending habits, to be able to live for the future. And whether that's living personally or living mm. in your business for the future, what are your goals for the future? You know, I have clients that are, have a goal of opening up four separate salons. So mm. what does she need to do? She needs yeah. to save for that, you know, and it's changing those spending habits. And whether that's, you know, you need to market a bit more to increase that income so you've got the money to put aside to yeah, get spend that some money to have the money to save. Sometimes, and... yeah, you've got to spend money to make money. So it's, you know, to, you've got to look at that goal of what you want and how you're going to achieve it and what do you need. So you need to put that money away to make it happen. Or it's like, if you're in a cash strap situation, like, mm. okay, what do we need to do? Where can we cut back on our spendings so we can afford so those things I, that we I have? I love how, you know, you can create such great ideals. And I love your term, the spending and the saving and spending plan. I think it's really great. And it really helps you to do multiple things, both personally and professionally. You know, it helps you keep out of debt, both for yourself yes. and for your business. It helps you feel more in control of your financial future. I've been talking to a lot of clients lately. And I think as bookkeepers, when we don't feel in control of our finances both personally and professionally we get really embarrassed and we get really almost humiliated and terrified to say anything yeah and it's really sad because just because you're a bookkeeper doesn't mean you're great with finances for yourself well, well that's right and I think also you, you kind of need to learn but also be okay with the fact that sometimes it doesn't work yeah, yeah, sometimes you're out of control. You know, I'm a mentor and I can 100% tell you that I don't always do what I tell other people to do. <laughs> I'm working on it this year, but it's, 
it's knowing like to do it. Yes. yes. A mechanic's car is never fixed. Exactly. Exactly. And, but like I do pride myself personally on always having mm. finances. Well, hopefully on and personal budgets at least set, but mm. you, but something always comes up. I mean Yes, life. You heard, life, happens. life comes up. You know, I have horses. Yes. They're idiots. They are so expensive. Can I and just say there is always so an issue? There is. I mean, I'm I am trying to find a bubble wrap suit for them. <sighs> Once you find um, it, can you tell me? Because my sister's oh, oldest I'm horse. Sure I, am just... I will be a millionaire once I work this one out. But, <sighs> you know, always, something always happens, whether it's personally or in business. Mm. You never know. You know, you drive a motor vehicle. You never know that something's going to happen. Oh, my gosh, you know, um, the tyre's just blown out because, mm. just because, you know, so yes. I'm now up for new tyres. Whether, you know, that's a small expense to some, but in some businesses, it can be a lot. It can be a lot. You know, personally, it can be a lot. And in small businesses, you just never know what's mm. going to happen. You can be hacked. And, like, I've seen this in a business before where yeah. they were hacked and, unfortunately, their security and backups weren't in place and they lost everything. Yeah. So, you know, stuff happens. So you can't keep, you know, eat yourself up because of it. But at least if you've got a basic plan and budget, in mind that's written down and I do really sincerely believe you should have it written down um that's gonna I agree it's to be honest I love the mentoring part that we have with Amy with our business plan every time I get to the section where it's okay you need to do your budget your personal and professional budget it's always a humming and hawing oh it's in my head I'm like yeah I know it's in your head I want it on paper (laughs) it has to be on paper yes and and that way you know okay hang on so whether it's like personally I get paid x amount per per week so I know that I'm going to be spending this much money on groceries this much money on fuel this much money on bills so that leaves me this much money that I can go and have fun with exactly you you need to know that you're you need to know that normally I would have this much money but hey horse rent through a fence I've got a $500 vet bill to pay for so where am I going to get that from yeah and it just lets you feel so much more confident about your business in yourself you know if If something happens yeah if even I know there was um, a couple clients um, that we had that lost big clients last year before COVID happened not because of COVID but before COVID happened and they were like I don't know what's going to happen because I wasn't checking my money because I had this massive client. Cash flow wasn't an issue. Oh, that's it. You know, we had these big contracts. It was fine. But yeah. then let's talk about COVID. How, I mean, like, I've been oh, saying. That's a whole other discussion. Oh, you know, but how, how, do, how do you survive? Yeah. I'm like, I, and I know that the JobKeeper mm. is the only thing that's kept businesses alive. Yeah. Some business, and in some, it hasn't even been enough. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you've got to have that. And I actually didn't know until the other um, couple of weeks ago, speaking to my husband, that there is actually a thing called pandemic insurance. Yes, there is. Yeah. Um, mm. Like, who would think to go and get in pandemic insurance? Well, out? I mean, like, oh, and we haven't had a real pandemic in a hundred years. Yeah, like, <laughs> there's not been this global kind of pandemic but, in my generation. But the thing is, I suppose that's one thing businesses need to plan for. 
mm. with their spendings and savings plans that what if something should happen, particularly if you're a sole trader and yes. you, are, you are the business. Yes. Um, what if something should happen that you are physically not able to work? Yeah. What if something happens to you? What if something happens to your child? I know when That's my it. sister got hurt and had a brain injury over 12 years ago, mm. neither of my parents could stop working. So I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and... business, you need to be able to plan for these. And, and it's just like, as I say, our car insurance we have for our cars. I don't ever hope to use it, but it's, but it's there. And it really helps me car insurance and house insurance every yes. month. And to me, it's like I'm just donating money away to the insurance companies because I never want to use it. But it's something that you need to plan for, mm. for that just-in-case situation that you're a sole trader and something happens to your wife, something happens to your mother, and you can't work for four months. Yes. Something happens to you. Something happens, like, you know, if something happens to you, hopefully you have the insurance out for that. But sometimes you don't think to have insurance because my wife's been put into hospital. Um, my mother is mm -hmm. having heart surgery, um, you mm -hmm. know, things like that. And then you go, well, I'm expanding, you know, like clients yeah. talk about, I want to expand and buy a new excavator. Yeah. How are we going to do this? How are you going to afford it? If you're getting finance, have you got the cash flow to be able to pay for that? finance to expand do you have the income coming in that's going to pay for that to verify you spending a couple of hundred thousand dollars on new plant and machinery yes mm. yeah and I love and that's why we do these and why we yeah. do it on paper mm. I love how you know it makes you more confident but also just improves your overall money mindset because yeah. a money mindset makes a big difference as well and mm. you know we have mentioned about money mindset a couple of times. So if anyone wants to learn more about actual money mindset and how budgets can help you do, please feel free to explore and listen to the episodes I did with Melissa from talking money. Cause we go into more of that. We're not going to go so much into the money mindset today, but we'll have those links in our podcast bio for you guys in the description. So you can listen to that if you haven't already, but having it, positive money mindset does a lot for when you own your own business um mm. you know like I'm sure you would have had some clients that you know have a bad money mindset and, and if anything <laughs> I love your laugh <laughs> I'm actually thinking of not a client but a friend at the moment yes well <laughs> I, I'm someone who has a bit bad money mindset but, but like this opposite. is actually a friend in this is a friend in business and I love it yeah, it's a friend in business and he was over a few beers telling me his plans and I started mm. laughing at him and I've gone, mm. really, Shane? Yeah. You know, how he, and like he was, I think he was a bit put off but at the same time like, oh, hang on, I made him think. Yes. You know? And you have to be aware if you have a yeah. good positive mindset or not and it's something yeah. just about being self-aware even today, you know, we're doing renovations our entire house and we didn't know this when we moved in, but the previous owners were massive DIYers and they should not have been. And we have found about twenty dollars to $30,000 worth of work that has had to be added onto the construction. Oh, no. Yeah. 
because of these quote unquote amazing DIY efforts. And, you know, we have the money, like we're, it's fine. But my point of view, cause I, I don't overspend. I hoard the money because yeah. I have a negative mindset on cash. Mm-hmm. And immediately as this has started to come, I've started to get really overwhelmed, really nervous. And my partner's like, why don't you need to check your money mindset again? He, he said it to me actually today. He's like, because I've always budgeted and I needed to, he's like, don't worry. Like we have this, like, we're fine. Don't worry. Mm. Every time something comes up, you immediately go into worst case scenario. Yes. And as a bookkeeper, when you do that, if you're like that and you have a negative mindset, any hiccup as a bookkeeper can really impact you because, because it can of also what impact you can actually um, yes. subconsciously portray to your client, your exactly. you know, or whoever it is that you don't even know that you're doing it. So yes, it can make yeah. a massive difference. So by having the personal budgets and the, the spending plans mm. and saving plans for yourself and your business, it can really improve that mindset and have it that will. positive look. Well, I definitely believe that. Like if I didn't have all this for myself personally, mm. I think I would find it a lot harder to be able to put this across, across to my clients and have the confidence to say, it can work. We yes. can do. Yeah, I yes. definitely agree. Yes, definitely. I definitely agree. Mm. So what I've done for today's episode to help finish this amazing discussion off is I've created six reasons to have a budget. And I wanted to have a quick, they're all like really just cute phrases, really. Yes. I made it, I yes. made it fun. I made it fun. Oh, Don't worry. Guys. You've got to make things fun. You got to make things fun. Yeah. But I want to just chat through the reasons because we quickly went through them the other day. And every time I said it, you were like, oh yes. Oh yes. That's a great one. Um, <laughs> and it's true. It, it's, it's, yeah. there are real amazing things for why you want mm. to do savings plans and spending plans instead of just forget the word budget guys they're saving plans and spending Spending plans plans. so my number one reason is you can keep your eyes on the prize whatever that prize is it's that new dress new pair of shoes that house that car whatever whatever it is what are you doing is yeah what are you doing for and you can go through that in when you're thinking about your business every time I mentor anyone the first thing that we really do is I talk about their vision what are you wanting to accomplish why do Mm. you have this business in the first place for a lot of bookkeepers it's so they can work about 10 to 15 hours a week but still have a successful business so they they can do fun things they can do things with their family yeah, family time, my yeah. time. Yeah, if that yes. is your prize, having those plans, so spending and saving plans will get you to that prize. And it's great. And you're right, you know, if it's buying a house, if it's buying that car, like you just got a car, it's very exciting. Yes. <laughs> it helps you keep the eyes on the prize. And it makes it more exciting because every time you successfully keep going with your plan, then it's, you're that much closer. It's great. Yeah. So that's definitely my number one. Number two is forward thinking. Like you and I both are doing, it leads to a happier retirement. Yeah. 
I mean, like everybody wants to be able to retire on a million dollars a year. I mean, yeah. let's face it, who wants yeah, to retire and only have, have only a couple of hundred dollars a year to live on? So, yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's knowing that you're going to be safe, comfortable, and you're not going to be, with me, it's, you're not going to be a burden to anyone. Mm. You want to still be self-sufficient. You want to, you know, when I retire, I want to be traveling. I want to have a good life. Oh, yeah. I'm not planning mine now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh absolutely. Like, this wonderful country of ours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, and by doing the simple, simple things of having the savings and spending plans, it, it allows you to do that. It, mm. And it keeps you comfortable knowing that you can do that as well. Yes. Yes. My number three reason is it identifies bad habits. <laughs> oh, bad habits. Can I bring up a experience for my I'm daughter? I was going to say, uh, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure you know some bad habits. Absolutely you can. <laughs> and I went to review my older daughter's budgets and savings because she wanted to go and get her own home we went and did all this savings and spendings plan and oh my gosh we put down for the last four weeks what she actually spent every cent in her bank account what it was spent on yep oh my gosh did she buy a lot of mcdonald's oh really <laughs> mcdonald's <laughs> And I yeah, actually, I have a friend. He's this a trader. This is a bad yeah. habit. We need to, if you want to buy a house, we need to get rid yeah. of this bad habit of McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> KFC, McDonald's, coffee. My biggest thing with my friends is them buying coffee every yeah. day. Mm. You add up, like, let's say my, my one friend, she has about four cups of coffee a day and she yeah. buys them all out. And yep. I was like, have you ever added up how much you are spending per month on, on coffee? coffee? Yeah. <laughs> that you couldn't make yourself? That's it. I mean, like, it's all right it's to insane. go out and have that coffee. Let's not get, you know, that. But, but you've got to look at how much you're actually yeah. spending. Because when we did this spreadsheet yeah. for Jackie, in the end, it started out with takeout. And in the end, I've gone, there's a line for takeout and there's a line for McDonald's. Because I'm seeing McDonald's. There's a line for McDonald's, guys. Yeah, yeah, because, like, she had so much that she was spending at McDonald's because she was oh. too lazy to cook. And, yeah, yeah, so it does. You can actually see a lot of bad habits. Mm. Yeah, it's, and, it's, it. and it's also, too, like, I have a friend who, bless his heart, he's, he's great. He actually lives a really healthy lifestyle. But if I found out he was spending about in his partner, him and his partner about hundred dollars per week on alcohol, mm. which, you know, when he drinks whiskey. So to be fair, it's that expensive. was like two bottles. Yeah. It's expensive. It's expensive. It adds up. Quickly. <laughs> yeah. But does he need to always have that top shelf whiskey? Could he buy mm. the cheap whiskey? So not taking, you know, bad habits. We're not saying to stop your habits, but can mm. they be adjusted? Can they, instead of McDonald's every single day, could it be every other day or every three days? Yes. Or, you know, if, if you really That's, need to have those sausage McMuffins or bacon McMuffins, whatever they do in the morning, can you make it yourself? And, and this, this can come back to your business bad spending habits as well. Yes, you know, exactly. You know, do you really need to have that in the fridge in the kitchen for all your stuff? And you do something yeah. else, you know? It's do you really need that subscription? 
my thing is subscriptions is as businesses as bookkeepers you need so many subscriptions so like it's amazing yeah it becomes to the point that you forget which ones you have and and that's it yeah so there's a lot of things in business as well that you can look at the Mm. spendings and go okay did you realize that you're buying this this pen can we need to stop your spending so let's just go and get a big biro instead because it does the yes. same thing and we're worried about your cash flow you know yes. so there, there there are bad habits in business as well as personally that we yes. can stop mm. definitely definitely so I thought that was yeah. a good one my number four was ensures you don't overspend <laughs> and that happens a lot both personally and professionally and that's right Yes, like I said, do you, you know, instead of putting it towards the whiskey, do you need to buy the top of top of the line new computer? Can you buy a one that's not, yeah. yeah, one that's not maybe big name brand? Do you need to buy? Do you need that 32-inch screen or can you put up with a 24? Um, yes. <laughs> and it doesn't need to be new. Can you buy used? Some used mm. ones now are barely used. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, so there's there's a lot of things. And and when you actually have your spendings and savings plans on paper, mm. when you forward plan them, you can actually say, oh, I have been overspending because when I need to be able to pay this bill or account, I'm not mm. going to have enough money there. So I've got a forward plan to make sure I don't overspend to be able to afford to get what I you know need to spend. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. So that's a really big one. And it's also one of those things, if you have team members, if you do a coffee catch up every week Mm. and you pay for all the coffees, do they all need to get larges and they get smalls? Or can it be something that, okay, every single quarter you're going to be allocated this many Well, To me, it's like, do you really need to get takeout? Is it cheaper actually more efficient one of those nice machines in yeah Yeah. put a a machine in their back and have your coffee there rather than getting takeout every week yeah exactly (laughs) exactly it's just doing those changes where like you can still spend we're not saying don't spend but can you spend more wisely particularly if you are in that situation of overspending you know if your cash flow is just like loaded well then fine go out and get the large coffees every yeah, week do whatever yeah. you want really you want. but it's when you actually recognize that you're overspending that you need to then look at going okay is this a bad habit that we're doing yeah and mm. I remember um you know of course we won't name names but I remember there was one client of off the hooks that Amy very early on recognized being like you are way overspending on everything <laughs> And they needed to cut down on everything. Mm. And there was no need. Like, I don't, I don't think the business actually felt a difference Mm. after everything was adjusted by any means. It was just, they didn't realize how much that's what was doing. Yeah. Well, that was the same with my daughter when I uh, listed her McDonald's expenditure. Yeah. You don't notice. She did not notice that because it just was going out of a bank account. She didn't notice it. Yeah. Anything that much. Yeah, so when you write it down, again, when you write it down, you notice. (laughs) You notice what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So my next one is also someone that we've kind of mentioned already, but it prepares you for emergencies. Yes. 
last year was a great year for emergencies between oh, the fires, the okay, between the drought, yep, the, the fires, drought, then the fires, then the, and then the flooding in different then, regions. Yes, yep. and then COVID. And then COVID. It was, that was a great one where I think everyone realized we need to manage our emergency funds better. Yeah, or those that didn't have emergency funds, yes. which they had. <laughs> I was giving them a benefit of the doubt there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, definitely. Mm. It's by having the savings plan. That's why I love that so much. Um, I'm totally stealing that. Um, <laughs> by having the savings plan, it allows you to have those rainy day just yeah. in case something just happens. Just in case you never know. I know with my partner, because he has so many employees, he always likes to have three months of wages sitting mm-hmm. in the bank, yep. just in case just something in case. happens. And it just adds a bit of stress relief for him if a month isn't as busy as we were projecting. Well, well, that's it. And especially if you are in a sales environment, mm. unless it's something that you know is a consumable that everyone's got to buy every day, then you just don't know what, especially, you know, the tourist industry. I mean, oh, my gosh, it's so normally, yeah, you would say Easter. Oh, my gosh, we're expecting to get crowds and we're going to earn squillions of dollars. Yeah. Nope. um, (laughs) Yeah. So what do you do? Um, But then it can be bookkeepers as well. Like when COVID happened, sadly, a lot of bookkeepers specialized in the, you know, retail and tourism industry. And, but then know. also with bookkeepers, it's got to be that, you know, yep, it's great. I've got this client, but all what you if need, they disappear? What if they disappear? What if they decide that, you know what, I've now got a new girlfriend and she's an accounts whiz and she's just going to do them for me. You know, you and- never what if you get hurt? Like you said earlier, what if you're yeah, solo entrepreneur? You and what if you get hurt? Mm, you you know, need so to you have could, that. You need to have that backup. What will you do? How will you survive if you do not have this money yeah. coming in? Yeah, mm. it's so important. That's something that I've always, I grew up as an accident prone person. So <laughs> I, I always keep something to have for a rainy day just in case you know I grew up and everyone called me wheelchair girl because for like four years in a row I was in a wheelchair for one reason or another I fell down a step and broke my ankle like shattered my ankle what if that happens to me as an adult (laughs) and I have six horses in my backyard and one of them um every year has antifungal chemo yes this horse has chemotherapy so (laughs) Well, my, my sister's horse has asthma and has a big asthma mask. And yeah, I know. People will be, look, be looking at us strangely now going, you know. It's the horse thing. life, guys. Horse life. It's great. It's just, you know, let's <laughs> Don't go out and spend. buy your children <laughs> toy horses when they're little. It will give them ideas. <laughs> oh, what is it that I've always been taught? Teach your little girl to love horses. They will never have money to do drugs. Very accurate. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> very accurate, 100%. Uh, and neither will you. <laughs> no, 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 no. As a parent, no, you don't have money either. <laughs> yeah. No, very accurate. Or for alcohol as well as drugs. Um. <laughs> yes, no, and, um, you know. So you always for, need to, yeah. Yeah, my like last breathing. reason is it gives you room to breathe. Mm. 
And I put this as number six because it's almost equally as important as number one. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, yes, keep your eyes on the prize, but as business owners and as bookkeepers and as human beings, you need to let yourself have a moment. Mm. And you need to have that space every once in a while where you're like, I'm in a good spot. And having those plans set out allows you to do that. I've got a great example that actually is number one and number six joined in together. Love it. (laughs) And it's actually my daughter's best friend. She and her husband are now trying to have a baby. So that's the prize. But they need to save so it gives them room to breathe once that prize arrives. Yes. I always feel so bad for people who, when they like yeah. the year into them having a baby, they're like, oh, my gosh, money. <sighs> oh, for me, it's like all these baby bonus things people get nowadays. When my son was born, we got nothing. <laughs> yeah. It was just like live off the hubby's wage. Um, yep. but. Yep. And, and that's what I've told her as well. Don't rely on government handouts when I've told yeah. her, you know, because her, her prize is to be able to have that baby. Yeah. And she needs that yeah room to breathe once it happens yeah. that she doesn't need to worry about income and having to race back to work yeah. enjoy the baby. Financial stress takes such mm. a toll on every aspect of your life. Yep. And when you do allow yourself that little room, it's amazing how much lighter you feel. Yeah. And it's so interesting because, because I have a bad mindset about money, I, I always feel it. As soon as I get myself back on track, it's like I'm 10 pounds lighter. Yep. It, it's, it's, it's just Im- like this big weight has taken off your shoulder. It's like, oh, I can yeah. fly. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes it's just me realigning my attitude towards <laughs> it and looking at my budget and actually going, I'm fine. It's I, a lie. I'm perfectly fine. This is yeah. okay. It's, this is, you know, yes, we're not going to be going out spending a thousand dollar nights, which we don't do anyways, but you know, it's, you <laughs> know, that'd be a prize. Um, <laughs> You know, it's it's the yes. You know, we have to be conscious, conscious about your spending. But you know, but you're still, you're, 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 still yeah, you're still fine. You're still absolutely fine. And by having those spending and savings plans, it's just amazing on how different it can be. Yeah, um, that's correct. Yeah, and it's something that I would love as bookkeepers us to start doing for ourselves. Because yeah, and once it's ingrained in here for yourself, yeah. it's so easy to give to your clients. Yeah, and you can also so give them easy. real life ex- like examples real like life we've care. done today yeah, on how much it changes. Because once mm-hmm. you can put it into a real life example, I always find the clients understanding. Yeah, they understand it so much more. And it's easier to tell them why it's so important mm-hmm. when you're doing it yourself. Definitely. Um, absolutely. So just thank you again, Sharon, for joining me. I love how passionate you are about working on, you know, creating those plans and you explain it so well. Um, I think because I've seen both sides of it. Yeah. 
having having a poor upbringing myself, growing up on the on a farm through mm. the drought of the eighties, sometimes there was never even enough money to buy milk. Yeah, you know, and then seeing the other side of it with my husband's family, who come from not come from money, but work up money. Yes. Yeah, and it was when I got posted to a financial position, it was like, right, I like this. I can see how it's going to benefit me and Mike. And I've just taken it, you know, yeah, always trying to put it to a personal thing. So when I'm speaking to someone, whether it's a friend or a client, a business owner, you know, you can really relate to to what it is. You're just so inspiring about it as well. The other week, you and I did a session together about um, our cash flow for Savvy and our sales goals. And to be honest, that day after I finished up, I was so inspired by the work that we were doing that I actually went into myself and did the exact same. I worked on my personal budget, then I worked on my business's budget, and I did the exact same thing that we did. And I was just all excited just yeah because you were so inspiring and I got kind of like that weird and and that's what gets me sometimes is people make it too hard and and it really isn't yeah and if you do explain it like I've done like when we sat down with our session for savvy Mm. and budgets it's not hard it's easy and if you make it easy then people are more inclined to follow absolutely be able to get it done Mm. absolutely so just thank you so much and I hope this inspires our listeners to kind of do the same and you know by no means did we do this session this episode because I think everyone's bad at it most of you are all amazing of it but there has been questions that people have been wondering and I thought it would just be a really great opportunity to get excited and to you say it in such a great way. It would be amazing if others can learn how to say it now to their clients to also get their yeah. clients excited because mm. I know it's always a battle to do the budgets and go through it with clients. And um, I think it yeah. just could make everyone's life easier and help their clients. Succeed. And, you know, and, and at the moment, this is the most perfect time to be speaking exactly. to clients because of covid like Mm. don't want to be locked down again i mean you guys in new south wales and everywhere else were very very lucky but here in melbourne i mean having that big lockdown where people no shops were open manufacturing was closed and unless it was food related you know we don't want to get into that situation again so now is a good time to be speaking to our clients and asking them what are their financial goals you know what how did COVID affect them Mm. is there a way that we can help them in case this happens again and god forbid it will not happen again but it's going to be all straight and fine but (sighs) um yeah yeah. no and um you know it's just it's so handy to have it so thank you again for coming out and sharing all your expertise it's really appreciated and if anyone would like to say hi to sharon or you know even ask her a question please feel free to join our iheart bookkeeping facebook group just make sure you do answer all of the questions that we ask because if you don't we don't let you in (laughs) you have to answer the questions there was two people that tried to get in 
think it was yesterday and he didn't answer the questions. So I didn't accept <laughs> you. <laughs> Gotta answer them guys. <laughs> um, but um, all you would have to do is, uh, you know, tag Sharon and you can go in and do a post and say anything you'd like. She's in there. But, um, you know, it'd be great to just also have you guys part of the community. Yes. Yes. So with this podcast as well, we are going to be doing our usual putting it into a blog. So all of the main topics that we've just spoken about will be put into a blog for you so you guys can reference. And we will also have that cash flow uh, product that we were talking about in our last episode, where it's a full template that you can get to help you do cash flows and kind of get inspired again to then do some budgets with your clients or even with yourself oh my gosh so um we'll, <laughs> we'll definitely have that available for you so thank you again sharon do you have any uh, any last minute words of wisdom about your savings plans oh just have fun with it as well you know don't be too scared to put in your spending plan something that you'd really like you know mm. put in that new pair of shoes yes you it's know? important you know what's the point of spending having money if you can't spend it yeah that's right have fun with it you know i do that all the time with my kids and as you and with the businesses have fun with your businesses doing all of this you know really Mm. get in and find out where they want to go and say okay but you know you really want to buy that new land cruiser for the business so let's work out how we can do that you know celebrate when they get closer like that's right and i love celebrate the the successes yeah Yeah. don't, don't be too bad on the losses Yes. Don't, don't hit yourself up. Exactly. Oh, mm. I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone listening. And once again, thank you to Sharon from Passion Advisors. Um, Passion, sorry, Business Advisors. I, you really made my day the other day when you said you were talking, you were listening to, you know, basically a friend. Love that. You guys are all our friends. We love you guys. So as always, stay safe, sane and savvy. All right, now, because this has been two episodes, I will take a peek, guys, to see what you've been saying. Still so sorry about that little hiccup. (laughs) Gotta love technology. Oh, Um, there's Katia. And yes, thank you. Thank you, Mandy, for saying that Angie's gone. (laughs) I was, yep. Yep, I was frozen and I did disappear. So um, make sure you listen to part two. I will put in the um, actual Facebook page part one and part two. So you can watch this in the correct order. So sorry about that, guys. Technology. I cannot wait to have my office back. I'm telling you that. Won't be long. Won't be long. We keep telling ourselves that. (laughs) Yes, yes. Now, um, we will get going today, but if anyone has any other topics that you want Sharon specifically to talk about, please let us know because she has a lot of words of wisdom and I would love to have her back on the show as well. We have (laughs) one more episode to do next week. And um, if there's something else I could reel her in to do again, I think it would be great. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Sharon. And um, we will see you guys later. Yes. 
Well, happy See. Thursday. Happy Thursday. Awesome. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Bookkeeper's Voice. We'll be back next week, so subscribe to future episode notifications. Do you want to be more efficient? Get instant access to our free template of the month. Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au slash freebie. Would you love to connect with other savvy bookkeepers to get support and ideas? Join the Savvy Bookkeeper Facebook group. Do you need help with pricing, marketing, web design or business planning? Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au to see our services. Until next time, stay savvy.